Hi guys, it is Vevnaforo. That's my pen name. Sometimes I say it's my name because I've used it more frequently, I think, than my actual name. So, who knows? I was talking to my parents. I said, you know, maybe, maybe you should just change your name. I was like, no. You know, technically my grandparents in Malaysia gave me my name. And I don't know. It always contemplated changing my name, but I just go by my nickname because I like my nickname, actually. My last name, it's always been really tough for people to pronounce, you know, my actual last name. And it's just way too common. So, you know, I have a pen name. And I have a secondary pen name. This is my primary pen name. Um, if you dig around through podcast episodes and other things, I mentioned my secondary pen name. And it's in some places, but I don't use it a whole lot. Okay, so uh, previously, if you missed it, I read a poem from the Instagram poetry community. And this is going to be another episode where I just, you know, read a poem that I find on Instagram and give my thoughts on it. And yeah, I just want to share awesome poetry, awesome writing that I come across. And yeah, so this one that I'm going to read for you guys, I was just, I forgot which hashtags I was looking under, but uh, I was just searching and this poem caught my eye. It's by, I apologize for mispronouncing any names, uh, J-O-N-E-L, I believe that's Jonelle. And the Instagram handle is V-E-N-U-S-I-A-N-J-O-J-O. So I think the Instagram handle is Venusian Jojo. I believe that's correct. Uh, it appears Jonelle is an actor and does theater work as well, which is really cool. Uh, I was uh, reading, I came across, well, the actually uh, a more recent notes app, uh, right, time to time, but I want to read this one. Um, when I went further down on the account, this one caught my eye. And it is called The Lighthouse or A Lighthouse. I'm going to go with The Lighthouse because um, that's what the uh, post beforehand said. And uh, yeah, um, I'll give it a read for you guys and then I will dive further into it in terms of my thoughts and everything, yeah? Here is The Lighthouse by Janelle. There once was a boy out at sea. He wasn't lost or scared or in any danger. He was on his own journey. He was simply enjoying the waves and the occasional gentle rocking of the boat. It seemed like the boy had always lived his life at sea, on a constant adventure, always just going where his spirit called for him to go. He didn't feel like anything in his life was missing. He was happy. One day the boy saw, way out in the distance, a figure on a small island. He squinted and leaned forward until he finally realized what it was. A lighthouse. It stood elegantly on the small isle. It was slender and petite with red and white stripes that almost seemed to spiral down its body. Atop was black cone that protected its light. The boy couldn't see all of the fine details from his distance. However, he knew that it was beautiful and that he had to see it. He could almost imagine the warmth and beauty that was emanating from the light that his body tingled at the thought of being close to it. His stomach twisted with excitement, a mixture of fear and elation of the unknown, a feeling that this is something he had unknowingly been looking for all his life. The ultimate adventure, a love for something outside of himself, outside of the sea. Until suddenly, he couldn't see anything anymore. Not the light, not the lighthouse, not his boat, not even himself. Everything was black. Everything was gone. 
He screamed to the sky and cursed the lighthouse for blinding him, cursing him to never be able to see again. The boy wept for days, curled into himself inside his boat. How could you do this to me? How could you betray me? I loved your light. I wanted to see it shine. I wanted to help you shine brighter. Why would you hurt me like this? All the boy could do was listen to the sounds of the sea and feel the gentle rocking of the waves. Time seemed to go on forever. The sea was endless. For the first time in his life, the boy felt trapped at sea, lost in the tides that used used to guide and protect him. Eventually, after a year passed, the boy found peace in the darkness, joy in the gentleness, gratitude in the pain, love for the sea once again. One day, while the boy was sleeping, the boat stopped, and when he opened his eyes, he found that he could see again. Clearer than he'd ever seen in his life, the boy hesitantly stepped out onto the land and was greeted by the sight of the lighthouse. The object of his affections was finally in front of him, but this time he was afraid, afraid to be heard again, afraid to actually see it. The boy stepped forward ever so cautiously, and when confronted with the with sight before him, the boy gasped. The red of the lighthouse had begun to fade, and the white stripes had begun to chip away and expose the ugly underbelly beneath the paint. The black cone atop the tower had faded into what seemed like a murky brown. There was a door at the bottom that was sealed shut, with heavy wooden blanks and cast iron nails, forever forbidding anyone from entering again. Behind it, on the back shores of the island, was the most jarring of sights. A dozen separate boats crashed upon the shore. Wood torn and shredded by jagged rocks and uneven shorelines, bodies of men and women hypnotized by the everlasting light of the lighthouse. Lying in the sand, slowly decomposing and returning to the earth from whence they once emerged. The more recent bodies had claw marks on their eyes, telling the boy that they also became blinded by the light, but continued to venture towards it. The boy realized that despite the pain and loss, he dealt with it. He was saved from the usual fate of the victims of the lighthouse. He returned to his boat and set off back into the sea. He looked back at the small isle, changed after learning the truth of the lighthouse. He wasn't special. He wasn't the first, and he won't be the last to be mesmerized by the dazzling beam emitting from the lighthouse. There was an ambivalent feeling of longing, relief, and melancholia when he thought about the lighthouse. It was meant to guide travelers on the journeys, but it seemed this one has only heard and destroyed the ones unlucky to be caught in its beam. The boy continued on his journey and eventually went off to live a long life. But he will always remember that somewhere out there in the sea stands a lighthouse, forever shining, but never being a safe place to land, and the boy will always be forever grateful for the lighthouse. Yeah, this poem is absolutely beautiful. I really love how it's a narrative poem, you know, telling a story from start to finish, and it's a longer form poem, and it, it pulls you in, you know, you want to continue sliding through the poem, and you can't see this on the, uh, you know, because I'm reading it, but... Um, he has uh, imagery, you know, pictures of the lighthouse and the erosion, and it, it, it has some imagery behind the text, and I love that. I would have to say, this reminds me, on the Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry Podcast, there were a few episodes where I read lighthouse poetry 
And I'm sure if you've listened to that podcast, you've heard, you know, see or some sound effects uh, that I add, you know, from the libraries, because I think it's cool to hear, you know, um, like seawater, ocean water, crashing waves. I like putting that, you know, next to the poems. But on this podcast, primarily, I want to focus more so on just the poem alone and the read with less music. So that's why I do music only on every third episode. And this poem, it, 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 it absolutely, you know, it, it emphasizes, you know, throughout life, we're given lessons in life. And oftentimes we, you know, we overcome, you know, a lot of us have to overcome those obstacles alone by ourselves. And uh, it's interesting, you know, this poem has the focal point, you know, the center focus as the lighthouse. And I love that revolution uh, or revolving uh, from start to finish, you know, um, losing sight at some point and you know, almost the, in the sense of being blinded and facing pain and all these, um, all these um, ups and downs. It also, you know, the lines of waves reminded me um, in um, in one of the more recent episodes of Hummingbird Blink, uh, that wave poem as well. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys uh, have uh, been following the uh, Hummingbird Blink podcast as well. But uh, I read in episode 126, Elizabeth M. Castillo's poem, uh, the, uh, the Waves poem, yeah? And uh, it was a really beautiful write, so I was just reminded of that a little bit in terms of how, you know, again, as I mentioned that podcast, um, waves hit us at all ages in life, right? At different points in time. And... To withstand those, uh, you could say, obstacles or challenges or waves, um, you know, it takes a lot of willpower and determination. I also really love in this poem, it uh, speaks of the love for the sea. You know, the sea is very beautiful. The ocean, you know, as well. Water, nature, you know, uh, the motion of waves and water uh, is just really something that's very, it can be very calming, but there's also, you know, rough seas and rough waves and things like that, right? So it can be stormy sometimes, it can be calm and beautiful, you know? My favorite part of this poem, I would have to say, is where it goes to, you know, where the boy gasps and, you know, the red stripes and everything, the white stripes are eroding and everything's just, you know, being revealed that it's, you know, that whole saying, it's nothing is as it seems, right? It also reminds me of when, you know, you see flies sort of like going into traps or even like um, bugs, you know, various bugs, you know, getting zapped by, you know, traps by humans, you know, it's not what it seems. It's a beautiful light, but then they get zapped by by the contraption or whatever, you know, and yeah, um, it reminds me of things like that. I, I'm sure you've seen it in some films, you know, where they, you know, bugs and insects, they see something or they, or the, I forgot which movie it was. I'm trying to remember the exact scene, but the bug was like, I think two bug buddies and the guy was like, don't go to the light. Don't go, go towards the light. And then he gets like, you know, zapped or something. And uh, yeah, and it was kind of sad. Anyways, I'll see if I can remember what movie that was. But yeah, this is, that's my favorite part of this poem, especially, you know, the whole aspect of something being beautiful and vibrant and bright. But actually, you know, on, on the surface, it's not like that, you know, um, on the surface, it's like that. But beneath it, when you when you remove everything, it's actually much deeper. There's so much going on when it's sort of almost like, you know, um, 
you know, I was thinking about even, you know, magicians, you know, misdirection, right? You know, nothing is what it appears, you know, at first glance, you know, you look somewhere else and then it's something different, right? And also, uh, you know, erosion, that whole feeling of eroding, various things in the world erode. And, you know, oftentimes we wish our pain would just evaporate, disintegrate, erode. But um, sometimes things we go through, such as pain, such as hurdles, and they teach us so much about ourselves. We go through different pages in our life and we learn a lot in the process and you know certain things chip away in the world you know um but um to chip away at problems or obstacles that we have again you know um it takes sometimes an eye-opening experience perhaps like this um you know akin to the story the lighthouse right an encounter with something that changes your life or that is a memory that, you know, you overcame and that you don't really regret, but you're glad that you had this experience that you were, you, you, you still, you know, it, it's, you know, as this poem states, uh, uh, again, you know, it was meant to guide travelers onto the journeys, but it seemed this one has only hurt and destroyed ones unlucky to be caught in its beam. So the whole aspect of, you know, it, 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 there are things in the world where you say, ah, that's bad luck, that's good luck, right? But, you know, this poem goes towards the end, right? The boy continued on his journey and went off to live a long life, but he will always remember that somewhere out there in the sea stands a lighthouse, forever shining but never being a safe place to land. And the boy will always be forever grateful for the lighthouse. So, yeah, you see, we're shown in life, you know, different things that perhaps are very uh you know there are are perhaps darker events that we face in life and you know had we not faced some of those events in our life and come out on the other side of it we may have never found you know light again right or a newfound passions or newfound things that we wanted to do or to find the 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 route we want to take in our life right so you know, being grateful for those experiences we had that shape us into who we are are so important. Um, I'm sure those of you listening, you know, you've all can think of at least one memory in your life that was quite profound that impacted you, that changed, you know, your mindset or direction in life. Or it could be perhaps, you know, you're facing an obstacle right now and, you know, it takes a lot of willpower to get through that and to overcome it. So this poem really highlights that in, in the sense, and I really love that. So, yeah. And I'd like to add, I oftentimes read what poets have in the caption or writers put in their caption space because oftentimes there's just really lovely messages there. It says here, uh, Janelle says, I wrote this poem a year ago. It's a journey of finding and losing love and the loss and recovery of oneself through metaphor. And, uh, yeah. I think it, uh, I agree with how this uh, portion of the caption uh, has here to be better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Absolutely agree with that. It's so important, you know, if you ever, you know, have feelings for someone and, you know, and, you know, and if they reciprocate it, that that's awesome. But not all relationships in one's life are going to work out, obviously, right? Uh, in the world, right? There are um, a lot of times that, uh, you know, there's loss. Um, you know, a lot of times others lose loved ones. There's grief. There's pain. There's all of that, you know. Um, 
you know, uh, when you begin a relationship and you, you know, and you go through a relationship, you know, no matter how long it is, it's never easy. You know, once you, you, you know, you ever had feelings for someone, you know, it's always going to be that memory you have. But, um, you know, it's so important to continue to continue using your abilities, though, as a human being, you know, to continue to love and help others and to grow in your own journey. And, you know, the whole aspect of self-love and recognizing that you have, you know, um, you know, you as a person, there's, um, you know, nothing wrong with you, right? Um, you know, uh, as long as you're following your dreams, your passion and going for what you love in life, there's nothing wrong with you and just being who you are. It's so important that you be who you are and that you uh, cherish those you love. And not, again, not every relationship is going to work out. Loss happens to all of us, you know, especially I, I've gone through a lot of loss, not so much, I'd say, in relationships, but in other forms and ways of my life, uh, as some of you know, listening or have read some of my work. And, you know, it hasn't been easy, you know. And we all go through things of that nature in terms of loss and recovery and trying to get back on our feet it is, uh, you know, life lessons. We all have those uh, throughout our lives and they're eye-opening. And uh, yeah. And it says here also at the bottom, love is generally a beautiful, genuinely a beautiful thing. And I hope everyone gets a chance to experience it, even if one day you have to lose it. Yeah. I think it's so beautiful, you know, you know, if you have the opportunity to love someone, you know, just go for it. You know, if you have feelings for them and they have feelings back for you, just go for it. And, you know, you can't predict the future, you know, no one really can, you can't, you know, um, you know, uh, do things like that. And it's so important to, you know, um, take things at your own pace and, and just, you know, um, respect someone else's, um, you know, uh, you know, goals and dreams in life as well. And, you know, together, you can go on a journey together, you know, um, supporting one another's passions and goals in life and things like that. But, you know, in in life again loss is something that is it's a it's a commonality we all face we all have to face loss at some point in time and it's not just in the form of relationships it's in other ways and forms in, in our, of our life and um yeah it's never easy it's hard you know um oftentimes we feel like we're blinded or we feel like you know we're surrounded by um jagged rocks or we've just like crashed on an island sometimes when we face a a great loss in our life you know whether it be a, a loss of love or a loss of a very close or dear one in our life or a loved one it, it's it can be quite difficult and um, the most important thing is you know we learn from it and we grow from those encounters those relationships and we become stronger from them and we come better from the the you know and and growth uh it, you know Oftentimes, it can be really easy to get caught up in loss and to really feel bogged down or to feel like a shipwrecked or sunken ship, right? And I think this poem goes to show you, you know, there you can come out again on the other side of, an, you know, any uh, challenge or obstacle or matter of loss as long as you keep plugging along, as long as you, you know, you, you focus on something you love and, and you go for it, whether that be writing, whether it be art, whether that be, you know, if it's a career you want to go for and you love or whether you want to start a business, whether you want to, you know, um, do theater work or, you know, become an actor, go for it, you know, just go for what you love. Um, if you never go for what you love, you know, you're, at the end of the day, you're just gonna have regrets and you're just gonna wish you had, you know, told that person you loved them or t wish you would have tried, um, you know, um, different things, right? Um, you'll have all these regrets lined up if you never, you know, 
what ifs there'll be too many what ifs if you never go for it and i think this poem goes to show you know despite a bunch of loss despite something very heartbreaking gut-wrenching you can go forward you can go forward and you know that memory will always be with you in a sense and that person will be with you in a sense you know traces of them you know totally or whatever you've gone through an event or um anything of that sort it's always with you in some sense and it it shouldn't break you down it rather it should build you up because you learn from it you grow from it again and yeah so i love how this poem focuses on you know losing light being blinded and regaining light and and progressing in your life's journey and recognizing you know that you know um the search for adventure you know a lot of us as human beings we we seek out adventure new things excite us and we want to push forwards and move forwards and to you know um uh traveling the world's a lot of fun things like that you know adventure and um writing a poem it can be adventurous as well or a book or even um it notes here in the caption that janelle hopes to release a small collection of poetry and i hope janelle does include um you know this poem in the collection of poetry or even the other one i read the time one's really beautiful you know about you know not taking things for granted and that our time is so precious and that life is really beautiful right and yeah so um absolutely i think janelle has some really uh great writing this was a narrative poem i think it's one of the first narrative poems i read for this podcast on hummingbird blink i think i read some narrative poems in that sense um I really love narrative poems again because they take you from point A to B and the story progresses, right? You have all these twists and turns and then you you reach a, a resolution in most. There are sometimes cliffhangers in narrative poetry, of course, and I don't really like those, but sometimes they're really awesome and beautiful as well, totally. But they always make you say, ah, I wonder what happens, right? Because sometimes poets end a narrative poem, a question or a cliffhanger, like the movies do, right? And then you're like, ah. I wonder what happens, but I think that whole guessing aspect is also beautiful in nature as well. So yeah, um, it's a really stellar poem, The Lighthouse, uh, great word choices, and it, it, you know, the the poem progresses and progresses and progresses, and I love how it ends and really focuses again on the lighthouse and what, what it means metaphorically. BTW guys, I think I shared on the Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry Podcast. I said I when I was younger or little, I had like dreams of like living in a lighthouse one day or something. But more so, I think, you know, it, that evolved into me, you know, saying one day I want to live in like a, a small little winter cabin town. Somewhere like Truckee or something, you know, Truckee Donner. I don't know. That was always something. I was like, I used to... I used to kid with my parents about that a little bit, you know, saying, I'm going to go live in a cabin in the middle in a very small town away from all the hustle and bustle of the city and stuff. But, you know, I like to stay close to family. So that's why, you know, I am where I am. But um, I'm originally from Minnesota. I know I know some of you know that. And I am relocated out to, you know, Nevada. And um, yeah, so uh, yeah, there aren't lighthouses here. There's a lot of desert, but, um, you know, the... I love the, you know, I love the imagery that some poets are able to, to create, you know, take you to a place. You could be in the middle of a desert reading a poem, right, about the sea, the ocean, and it can take you there. You could, you know, read a poem about outer space and it could take you there. You know, you, you can really, what I really love seeing poets do is like leverage, you know, the leverage creativity, imagination, and to 
to create beautiful messages to others and about life and love and um, loss and overcoming those uh, challenges that we face. Um, so oftentimes they're unexpected challenges or, you know, they can just like come at us out of nowhere. And, you know, we all have different ways of coping with them. Some of us as poets, as writers, we write about them and that helps us heal. Sometimes we have more than one way of healing. We listen to music, we do other activities or we spend time with friends or sometimes we just need time on our own, right? You know, to recollect our thoughts and to gather ourselves and come back to things we love and to focus back on them. And yeah, it takes time. You know, everyone's journey is different. No one should rush anything at any age, you know. Um, it, and uh, yeah, I think you hear all the time um, others doing things at all kinds in different ages. So you should never let age stop you or um, any obstacle stop you. Sure, it's going to take time to heal and recover from whatever you're going through. But um, it, it's absolutely, you know, life is, again, very beautiful. And there's so many things to experience and to uh enjoy that are out there for adventure and to per, per, pursuing your goals and you don't have to know what you want to do right away you know you can try different things and you know just keep trying and you're bound to find something that you really love to do or you know what your passion is or you know um what you want to do on this planet it's um you know there's so many different things you can do and it's so important that you don't give up and um you know sometimes we're faced with some really really hard obstacles but you know i think it's important to focus on, you know, your loved ones, you know, not, it, it could be, a, you know, friends or family, you know, that you have, um, you know, you can, um, you know, con confide in them and, and, you know, share your thoughts and feelings with them. Um, if not, you know, there, there are always ways to talk with others about what you're going through. You're never alone, you know, even the poetry community, a lot of poets have been, you know, very supportive, lending ears and, you know, sharing their stories and, checking in on one another it's uh, awesome again so i love seeing that so yeah um if you need something to write about for today you know um if you have a writer's block for the week or whenever you're listening to this consider writing a narrative poem um really uh really put yourself in a different scenario perhaps or think back even to a scenario of an obstacle you faced or even witnessed and write about it write about you know how it started and how it was resolved or whether it's still ongoing or what what is being done to address it perhaps i really love narrative poetry again so if you've never written a narrative poem you know totally go for it i myself i tend to do quite a few um narrative poems tell stories from different points of view um, paint different pictures and pretend i'm in someone else's shoes oftentimes just to communicate some messages um you know and and it's so cool that we can do that, you know, share a story that we've gone through ourselves or to create one to paint a, a whole another world entirely or a story and to, you know, in hopes of it helps someone uh, recognize that they can move forward, that they can, you know, press on. And uh, yeah, I really do hope that Jonelle publishes a poetry collection one day because I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. I've only read two rights from the account, but I, you know, sometimes you can just tell um, based off of uh, a, a right. And um, someone, one's passion for writing and for creating and, and sharing what they love. Yeah. I also in the the bio section of Instagram, I love these lines. 
uh, love is the new money. Life is such a beautiful gift. What happens, happens, and then we are gone. Yeah, it's so important, again, to realize that we have to soak in all of the moments that we have, capture them, and absorb them, and that we should really just focus on love as human beings, you know? Um, you know, there's all this nonsense in the world that, ha you know, war, um, you know, even money is just like... I wish sometimes money didn't exist, guys. Oftentimes, I just wish it didn't exist at all. Because, you know, we have, you know, in today's world, we have corruption. We have all of this weird stuff just because of money and power and greed and all of that junk, right? And it just it becomes like, you know, we see things on the news all the time. It's like, OMG, OMG, what now, you know? And if I feel like if more individuals and human beings focused on love and their passions in life and helping others and you know just that you know there'd be so much more peace in, in the universe and the world and on planet earth overall so um yeah and uh i i think it's it's very cool in um poetry we can emphasize that you know uh love is one of the you know it, it is the an absolutely important part of life it, it you know um i i think i wrote a poem about this or i mentioned it on the hummingbird blink, blink podcast i think you know the i think even in ingabar music's episode the most recent one um i mentioned a light actually about music creating light too you know and you know that if artists like ingabar music uh, that's i-n-g-e b-a-r by the way um, you know, if artists like Ingabar Music, and I think that was episode 128, you know, didn't share their, their passion or their music with others, you know, think about it, you know, if no, I mentioned this again, if no poet shared their work, no writer or, you know, anyone went and did what they love or kept it in the dark or hid everything, there'd be a lack of light in this world. There absolutely be, we'd be in, as I mentioned on that podcast, a complete dystopia world and it, it would feel like a bloody apocalypse. So it's so important that we focus on love and, you know, creating more light with um, our passions. And again, you don't have to know what you want to do from day one. I think it becomes so dangerous when others pressurize you and say, you have to do this. No, you should do this. And they don't, you know, let you think for yourselves and really sit back and take time to recognize, you know, what you want to do in your life. And, you know, um, and it's not all about the money, you know, sure, we all need to make a living and, you know, to, you know, as I mentioned, put food on the table and survive. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, you don't want to be stuck or miserable in a career or something your whole life, right? And then regret it saying, I wish I did this earlier. What if I did it that back then? I wonder what would have happened? Would I be here now? You know, things like that. You'll just create, again, too many what ifs and it'll just haunt you. So, yeah, it's absolutely important. So, yeah, um, awesome writing, Jonelle. And I'll see you guys in the next one. That's all I have for this episode. Remember, I put music on every third episode. And I try to do as many of these when I can, aside from Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry Podcast, which is part of Dippity Literary Magazine. And, uh, yeah, I hope everyone has awesome day or awesome rest of your day when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this at night, then good night. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, take care. Take care, everyone.